Bills fans, Connect Life needs your help during the month of January. Every blood donor during this month will receive a pair of Bills branded socks. Connect Life is the only blood donation agency that keeps your donation here for patients in Western New York. To make your appointment, please go to connectlife.org today. Time is running out here in January. It's already the 27th, so get in there. Uh, Wanted to get back to your questions about the Bills, the NFL at large, both on Twitter and on the phones. So we go to the phones first, where Jerry in Buffalo is waiting. What do you got for us, Jerry? You're on One Bills Live. Jerry, are you there? Jerry's asleep at the switch. All right, I'll put Jerry on hold and we'll check back with him Jerry's later. Jerry's not there. Jerry, Jerry's asleep at the wheel. Jerry is a ghost uh, person. We, uh, it's like a ghost runner when you were kids. There's a guy right. on second. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Rick in the OBL fan mailbag, and he says, if you two were the Bills GM and the NFL draft started today, what position would you be looking to fill for 2023? I know there's the best player available theory, and although Brandon Bean lives by that, he did take need over availability in 2018 with Josh, and in 2022 with Elam. Need over availability? Uh, I mean, he's not taking Josh or Kair unless the value matches the spot where they're taking him. So don't don't mistake the fact that they were able to match need and value together and just say they went for need over availability. I don't know if that's necessarily true, so just be careful with that. Um, In an ideal world... I'm getting a receiver in round one and a lineman in round two and then another lineman in round three. And then get me a power back in round four. <laughs> okay. Going all in on offense, Steve. That's fine. I'm not – I'm really not – I'm not going to do that. I'm not a – I'm not going to be – I'm, I'm not going to be in imp, imprisoned by that last game. I. They're going to go through free agency. They're going to sign some guys that you already have a chance yeah. to start for this team and compete. I want to look at the roster right before the draft. If the draft's today, okay, I'm with you. That's yeah. fine. But let's wait and see what the roster looks like after free agency and the trade deadline and all of that. Yep. Uh, and the draft. Well, before the draft. Before the draft. Let's right. see right up till the draft. See how many holes are let's filled. Let's just see. Um, and if what needs still exist, and then we can take it from there. Because a lot of things, we don't even, yeah. So, like I said, we were talking yesterday about people doing mock drafts, and there are some of these teams that they're mocking people to, they don't even know the head coach is yet. So, that's a stretch to say the least. Yeah. So, let's, I'm going to wait and take free agency first, and then we'll think about the draft after the combine. I got, yeah, we got, do we got time? Yeah. Nate in the mailbag asks, uh, Brownie, after calling a couple of Bills games, do you go back and listen to yourself? Absolutely. 100% yes. Um, much like players go back and review film, you go back and listen to yourself so you can kind of self-critique. Find out where you can improve. That's why you do it. Why? You were going to say something? No. Plus, of course, you know, Twitter is always willing to lend help. A, a, yeah. a constructive hand. Right. Well, NFL <laughs> Films tweets that stuff out a lot, too. But, yeah, I go back and listen because – Sometimes I might have to, I might not remember something and how I called it, and I might want to go back and listen to it and say, hey, did I get that right or something like that? Or I want to listen to my tone. Did I go over a cliff and yell too loud? In some cases, yes. And you got to pull that back a little bit. Yeah, that's, and believe, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there at my desk and I hear Brownie calling games. He's over there listening to it. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, you got, if you're trying to get better, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel asks, as good as Bean and his staff have been, 
Is it fair to question his ability to scout linemen? Besides maybe Rousseau, none of our defensive linemen drafted in rounds one and two have lived up to their draft position, and basically none of our offensive linemen picks have panned out. Well, I would say Dawkins has turned into a pretty nice left tackle. Uh, he even made a Pro Bowl last year. So right. that would be my my response. Spencer Brown, you heard Brandon Bean explain his situation and, you know, you can call it an excuse, whatever you want, but coming off of back surgery, he missed basically all of training camp, barely played in the preseason. So his first half of the season was going to be a work in progress. Um, you know, Dawson Knox didn't hit Pater till year three. So maybe give Spencer Brown another year, see where it goes. Tommy Doyle lost his whole season due to an ACL injury in week two or week three against Miami. I think, too, the Bills have been more successful signing free agent offensive linemen than drafting them. Yeah. Wyatt Teller was a good offensive line pick. but Yeah, and you know what? They moved I, him because they had the veterans here. Was the timeline what I thought it was where they, they traded him when they still had Richie Incognito and Eric Wood on the roster? No. It was after that? After that, but That's they amazing. had three veteran guards in the pipeline right. that were going to start ahead of him. In hindsight, Brandon Bean, to his credit, has said that was a mistake by him. Yeah. Um, but there's a lineman that they drafted who was good. Pro Bowl guard. So oh, Pro guard. Yeah. And yeah. like I say all the time, any good GM will tell you, hitting on picks in the draft is a lot like a baseball player's batting average. If you can bat 300, you're doing pretty well. If you bat 400, you are in rare air in terms of getting – Hits like bona fide starters in the draft. If you bat 400 in draft class, you are killing it because that's yeah. the inexact science that it is. Yeah, it's yeah. You want to got to hit on those. You need to hit on them, and the more you hit on, the better it is, and it's exponential. The more starters you get out of your drafts, that you can go back and look at it. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks went to two Super Bowls because they got four yeah. starters in two consecutive drafts. Four, not seven. They got four. Guys in one year, starters in that year, and then the next year they got four more. And they were a championship-caliber championship defense, defense for years. And yeah, and they, they went to and won a Super Bowl and went to and threw an interception on the goal line in another Super Bowl. That they should have won. To lose it. Yeah. Let's uh, check in one more time, see if Jerry in Buffalo is ready this time. What do you got for us, Jerry? You're on One Bills Live. Yes, sir. I am here. I am here this time. I was here earlier, but I something happened. <laughs> okay. Any of it. Thank you, Brownie and Steve. I want to thank you guys just for being there, just for hearing everyone out and letting Bills fans, sure. see, you know, let you know let our stuff. Oh, by the way, you guys were some of the most awesome gear. I just want to let you know that. But uh, I only have one question for you, and that is, you know, I have to build it up a little bit here first. I think that Terry and Kim should strongly look at people like Cliff Kingsbury, Byron Leftwich. Maybe any disciple of Mike Holmgren, because I mean, you know, and I know Steve's going to say that that's a changeover in the first year, but I mean, Doug Peterson did it, Lincoln Riley did it, so it's possible to change the offense in one year and still be productive. And, and the only question I have for both of you guys is, when was the last time you said, "Boy, that was a great play call"? Not a great play by Josh Allen, but that was a great play call. When's the, I don't know how many times or when's the last time you said that. That is all I have to say. Thank you, guys. All right, Jerry. Thanks for the call. Um, first and foremost, I don't anticipate a change there based on what Brandon Bean said earlier this week. 
when he was asked about Ken Dorsey, he talked about how he did a lot of good things in his first year, which I think he did. Um, you know, this is a guy that was doing it at this level for the first time ever. He was literally learning on the fly and had to inherit an offense that was a top five offense and kept it there. It was an offense that finished second in total offense, second in scoring. They were the only offense in football that converted more than 50% of their third downs, number one in the league, and they were top 10 in red zone touchdown efficiency. They were ninth. So what do you want to change? So I, I don't know what you want to change um, for change sake and hope the next guy can do better. Like, that's, to me, that might be a bigger risk. So I think, and truth be told, I think Dorsey's going to be even better next year. And look, you can you can argue, Jerry, when was the last time you said, wow, what a great play call. I don't know how anybody could say that on any play because you don't know what the play call is. Like, with all the off-script plays that Josh makes, there are great play calls that never see the light of day because Josh ad-libs and does something on his own, and that's great that Josh can do that. But everybody gets on Dorsey all the time for having all these downfield shots and where are the check downs and where are the underneath options. I got news for you. There are plenty of them on every play. Josh sometimes chooses not to utilize those. You can't blame the OC for that. Yeah, I, I don't know why I don't I don't know why you want to change the offense. Um the, and like I said, I I'll say it again. The op, the thing that made this offense look like it sputtered was because they were getting intercepted and turning the football over. They yeah. turned it over too much. 27 That's turnovers. not a that's not a problem with the scheme. That's a problem with the players. Now you can say, "Hey, Josh was trying to make too many hero throws and all that." Listen, you go back and look. Listen, that that's that's on the players. That ain't on the coaches. That's not on the scheme. This offense scored more points this year than that all, that great offense they had last year. They scored more points this year per game. It was all, you know almost identical, but it was the same. Um, yeah, I don't. No, they're not going to change the offense. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, and Brandon Bean basically said we've got to support Ken Dorsey in year two to be even better. So. That leads me to believe he's going to be here. We got to take a break here. We got one final segment. We'll try to take a couple more questions in that segment here on an OBL fan mailbag Friday on One Bills Live. Stay tuned.